You're now listening to Churchy Life with Church Funny. Every week, we're bringing you fun conversations with real Christians from every walk of life. Make sure you visit churchylife.com for more. Welcome to Churchy Life, the podcast with Church Funny. This is your host, Damon Collins, the creator of Church Funny. Thank you so much for checking out this episode. Of course, we have a guest, very special guest today. He is the co-executive director of Motown Gospel. That's crazy, y'all. And he's also the vice president of marketing for Capital Christian Music Group. This dude is an industry veteran. He's been in the gospel music and just entertainment industry for years and years. Please say what's up to our guest, EJ Gaines. EJ, say what's up to the people for me, please. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for having me, man. Yeah, man. I'm so excited that we actually got to connect and do this episode um, like I, like we were talking about, it's kind of hard getting hold of, you know, some people. You got a lot going on, and it's understandable. It's like, yeah, let's do it, and then it's like, ah, it takes a little time to get it together. But we thank God that we got. We it thank God we're here. <laughs> we here. <laughs> we're and here. It's by the grace of God. <laughs> it's, it, the race isn't given to the swift or the strong. Hey! Just, you just got to endure. Come on that's now. What, <laughs> that's what someone said. Somebody said it. I, I don't know who said it, but it was said. Well, we thank God for the, the revelation right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up, man. So let everybody know a little bit more about who you are, uh, what you got going on. I gave them a brief you know, introduction, but let them know a little bit more about who you are and everything you got going on. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm just, I, I've, I've been in the industry for um, uh, about 15, 15 years or so, and I've just done... Um, I've just tried to, to serve people. Honestly, I've tried to serve the artists that I work with, tried to serve the creators. Um, I started out um, as an intern at Verity Records back when I was in college in New York and then uh, moved, oh, wow. yeah, moved on to uh, be uh, an executive assistant to Donnie McClurkin when he first started his church out, uh, out in Long Island. Oh, that's dope. And then I, uh, I started law school and uh, started working on Wall Street for a couple of years in the intellectual property department. Oh, wow. um, yeah, got married, moved down to Nashville with my wife um, about, uh, gosh, almost 11 years ago now. And um, God just really set us on a trajectory that we couldn't have planned. We kind of knew what we felt, what we thought we were going to be called to, but we could not have dreamed um, all this stuff up. And so, right. you know, between her music career and her teaching career, uh, she has a Master's of Divinity and she just is is, is incredible. Um, and then um, I started uh, managing artists like Jonathan McReynolds, uh, Natalie Grant, when I was with, working with um, a guy named Mitchell Solaric, and Mary wow. Mary over there, um, and then started managing my own artists um, and practicing law at the same time until I uh, came over to Motown Gospel and Capital CMG um, about three and a half years ago. Man, that's awesome. And the, the stuff yeah. that's going on at Motown Gospel is awesome. Um, I'm, I was just excited to see about that whole imprint come about. Um, and really take off, and I'm, you know, glad to see a really dope dude is in charge of, you know, what's going on. That's awesome. Thank you. We have a good time. I, I co I co-lead it with um, a, another vet, a real vet, Monica Coates, um, who heads up A and R. Okay. Um, and I kind of run point on marketing, and we have a great time. Our artists are just among the best in the world: Tasha Cobbs Leonard and Ty wow. Tribbett, Brian Courtney Wilson, uh, Gene Moore, um, Ricky Dillard. My goodness, we just signed him, and yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, right. Uh, the, the, the choir kid from Chicago is just like smiling every day when I'm dealing with Ricky Dillard's choir stuff and looking <laughs> at sure. robes and videos. I mean, I can I can barely do my job. I'm so excited. So that, that's uh, awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. So where can people submit their uh, demo tapes 
Oh, no, no, there's no <laughs> submissions. Please don't submit. <laughs> you know, it's one of those things. And I feel bad because, you know, I think a lot of times, um, you know, people who really feel like they want to be national recording artists don't know how to get in. And, right. you know, I think TV and movies probably do a, a horrible job of really demonstrating how to do it. They make it seem like, you know, you just got to be at the right place at the right time. Oh, yeah. But, no, absolutely. That's what they you make know, it but, look like. Yeah, but that's not, I mean, the reality is the, the people that I've worked with um, have always come through authentic relationships, not not necessarily that I met them at a, at a conference. Sometimes I'll meet somebody at a conference or an event and we just keep in touch. But a lot of times it's referral based. You know, a lot of times someone that I trust in the industry recommends another person um, in some capacity and that they kind of vouch for them and let me know that they're not crazy. And so, <laughs> right. you know, <laughs> don't, don't submit anything. Don't, it's not, it's not oh, even worth it. That's funny. Don't do it. <laughs> and I, and I, don't, I don't know if it's because like you were saying, if it's the movies and TVs that make it seem like that, or if it used to be like that back in the day. Yeah. And then, yeah, it, and now it's, it's just not, but people still kind of carry on that same thing. Oh, if I could just get my CD yeah. in such and so's pocket, like, ah, yeah, you know, that that's true and that's what it is i mean you know the, the reality is 50 years ago what you had to do was you know i, I'm, I live in nashville and we have music right. row people would you know uh, songwriters aspiring songwriters would go up and down the houses on music row and just kind of submit their tapes yeah. and that was how the business worked and of course over time copyright law um uh, and and lawsuits started making that less feasible and then technology of course right. has made it so that that's just a now, if you do that, that's weird. Like, yeah, don't yeah. do that. You're weird when there's when there's email <laughs> and SoundCloud. Like, so it's it's just you know I think with with the barriers to entry kind of falling down and everyone having access, right. um, you know, the rest of the industry we've kind of lifted, you know, or reinforced our barriers so that it's not as easy to just kind of slip in with the tape. Right. But uh, yeah, it's 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 a wild ride. Yeah, I know because I, so I used to fancy myself a singer, and I know that. Um, I think right now, especially with technology, it, to, at least in my eyes, the best course of action is to do your music consistently, put your stuff out online, uh, yeah. grow your own fan base, and then try to get someone that'll take notice of, you know, hey, I got a fan base, hey, I got this going on, I just need this extra push kind of thing, versus yeah. like, I've recorded a demo, and <laughs> I'm sending it to the top execs, like, you know, it's, it's yeah, like, yeah. It's very true. We have a, uh, an artist at Motown Gospel we signed last year, Jonathan Trailer, who's just oh, yeah. phenomenal. He's um, he's so gifted. He's a great dancer, singer, songwriter, plays instruments. Um, and he was independent when we signed him, but he had made a lot of noise that year. I mean, right. He had made a lot of noise. He was opening for Jonathan McReynolds on yep. um, Two Legs of His Make Room Tour. Um, he had uh, opened uh, or pre performed at Kirk Franklin's Exodus Festival at the pre-show there, okay. and uh, his socials were just dynamic. His content was innovative and fresh and funny, and he was doing it all on his own on a shoestring budget, right. you know, kind of fueled by his passion. And um, at a certain point, you know, apart from the talent, because right, everybody, everybody in a black church can sing. I mean, everybody, generally. Like, you're, you're, so, <laughs> yeah. You're, so it's like, what's going to separate you? And it really boils down to work ethic and right. ambition and passion and drive, um, and then a proven um, response from the market that says, "Yeah, we like him," right. because now that we can see quickly whether someone likes somebody, it it almost says more about you that people don't like you. You know, if you don't have the followers or if you don't have the views. That's a good resounding uh, like red flag because it's so easy to get followed and to get liked um, because we're just so yeah we're just so used to to consuming um, 
that if you don't have it, the absence of it is now starting to demonstrate, you know, that's, that's not going to work hmm. long term. That's yeah, that's crazy. That's good to know. I'm ho- hopefully somebody gets some, some good information out of that. Yeah, man. And so I, and like you said, so I see you, you said your wife is a recording artist too. You got the two kids now. I know the baby was just born. What? Like two months ago, maybe eight weeks. Yes. Two, oh. eight, eight weeks and two days. Yeah. So my wife, Janice Gaines is, is an artist. She was signed to Motown gospel right before I got there. And, Okay. Um, you know, there couldn't be two Gaines people under the same uh, Motown <laughs> gospel roof. Right. And she, she very graciously said to me, you know, listen, I can sing anywhere, but if this is the company that you're supposed to co-run, um, then let's do what God has for you and, and we'll figure it out. And um, she's incredible and selfless to have done that. Um, and, and she has seen a lot of benefit from it. You know, her own independent music that she's releasing now is, you know, some of the highest streamed and highest consumed stuff that she's done in her career. Wow. And even that with yeah, her debut album was uh, produced by LaShawn Daniels, Big Shiz. Oh, yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, it was incredible music, but what she's doing now is also incredible. And so I'm just really proud of her. Um, and then managing to juggle that career with, um, she's the director of diversity at our church here in, in, in Nashville. It's predominantly white church. So she's got her work cut out for her, okay, yeah. um, in, in this day and age, uh, trying to teach, you know, predominantly white, white congregation, um, and staff about what it is to kind of live in racial, uh, reconciliation yeah. and unity, uh, and diverse, like bringing diversity to, to, to the church. So she does that. And then of course we have two kids. You have, uh, Gabriel and Benjamin, three years old and eight weeks old, and they are, they're actually the bosses. We just kind of feed them and try to turn off the lights, keep the doors locked. Yeah. But they run they run the house. I understand. Yeah. I understand <laughs> they get ridiculous. Um I'm yeah. I'm surprised you sound, you know, refreshed and awake right now. Oh um, man, I just had a cup of coffee. So I'm like <laughs> See, I mean, I'm so I'm so on it right now. I know I how it anything. goes, man, with this, especially because yeah. my kids are four and no, I'm sorry, three and five, because my daughter will be four this year. My son just turned five. And so there you go. Oh, yeah. And I, I still remember the not being able to get any sleep at all because they would just be it's on horrible. top of you. Oh, yeah. It's, it's horrible. Oh, yeah. I mean, and it's so funny because everyone else is always like, you know, kids are such a blessing and arrows in the quiver. I'm like, yo. <laughs> when do we get <laughs> to that I'm sleepy. Part? Right. Yeah, when yeah. is it going to quiver? Yeah. Where's my arrow? <laughs> where's, like, the <laughs> where's the quiver? Where's the quiver? But no, they, they give me so much joy. I, yeah. I, I sometimes, I just stare at them for hours sometimes. Right. Just, uh, even if I'm up in the middle of the night, just to be able to, you know see my son touch him roll over lay my hand on him if he climbs in the bed with us or is yeah. in the bed with us um it's just it's a joy it, it's a real joy yeah it really is no i i'm i'm there with you man and then sometimes it's very very tiring like get off of me mm-hmm. why are you mm-hmm. on top of me right now oh i got yeah. kicked so hard the other night i got kicked <laughs> and it was and it was like he was laying horizontally and i was like why first of all that's not how you lay in a bed yeah. second of all move your foot <laughs> kick your mama like why you got to, like turn the other way yeah, they yeah they're wild. Um, yeah, yeah. That's that's how they do. That's how they do. Well, let me let me ask you about so your church life and upbringing. You know, I grew up in church. Um, you might have grown up in church, or you might not have. I don't know. So give us a rundown of like your churchy life, your upbringing, how you came yeah. to church, how you came to God, all that stuff. So I um I grew up um going to church on most Sundays, um, as, uh, but I was, I didn't, I wouldn't say I grew up in church. Okay. And, um, so my, I grew up in Chicago and the church I went to was Mount Carmel CME church. I was Christian Methodist Episcopal. Okay. My whole family is CME. Um, my, my great uncle was a CME, uh, pastor who was really 
beloved. My great grandfather was the pastor of the church. My mom was the uh, played the organ in the in the piano at the church. My grandmother was on um, on the um, the um, stewardess board. Um, my grandfather was one of the deacons, and so they were they were in it. But my mother and father, I mean, they would have us go, but mm-hmm. I don't remember being like you know, overtly, right. you know, I, I wasn't in church all day. We didn't do that. I didn't grow none of that. And for me, um, Jesus was definitely the son of God, but did not necessarily impact how I was going to live my life every day. Like that wasn't the relationship. It was more cultural Christianity okay. in the sense that like, we're black, we love God, I we you. love Jesus and we're going to church. But it wasn't like you've got to live your life for him and be sold out and none of that. We didn't mm, do that. Okay. Um, and so, and then in the CME church, you know, because it's a Methodist church, it's not quite, you know, the emphasis wasn't on music, like, like in the Kojic church or in right. a lot of the other denominations. Um, the emphasis wasn't necessarily on, um, on a lot of hooping and hollering and dynamic, live your best life now kind of preaching. It was really <laughs> liturgical and focused on kind of some of the, the foundations of, of, um, of Christianity you know, and the CME church was like one of the very first, uh, black denominations all the way back from slave, slave times. And so it just kind of had, you know, it smelled, you know, it smelled like good old church. And that was, that was that. Um, and in high school, actually my current, my, my, my wife, um, when we were in high school, we were dating. Well, no, when we were in high school, we were not dating because she wouldn't date me. And we were in high school. I wanted to date her. (laughs) And, um, and she said something about, um, I said something to her about, you know, just things that I was doing in life and how I was living my life. And she said, well, that displeases God. That's not, God doesn't want that for you. And I was like, what, what, what does God care about me? Like, what, what are you talking about? Oh, she came and out so, of holiness. Oh, I mean, now she's from Memphis. She was the youngest <laughs> member of Orlando Draper and the Associates when oh, she was wow. in high school. Like she, and I mean, just, just churchy. She steeped in, holiness. she was churchy. Yeah. yeah. And so she said, no, that's not what God wants for you, but you know, but, uh, but I love you and, you know, do better. And, um, and so I, it was the first time I'd heard that idea that God would want anything for me or from me. And so I kind of started to pursue just where that was, like, what is that kind of relationship where, where there's this interaction between me and God. And so I started going to church on Sunday evenings in Chicago. Uh, I went to Trinity United Church of Christ and, uh, they had a 6 p.m. service, and so a lot of times I would just go there by myself and just drive over and 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 soak it up. And then by the time I got to college, I went to NYU um, in New York City, and I joined the the gospel choir. And they said the um, the choir is not just a choir; this is a ministry. So we're going to do Bible studies on mm-hmm. on on the evenings right before our rehearsal starts, and you have to be there for those. And I was like, oh, if I got to do all this just to sing, I'll I'll do it. But whatever. <laughs> um, wow. And so, but I did it. And then I started, you know, kind of, you know, realizing that, that this, this Christ, this idea of who Jesus is and my interaction with him was something that I wanted. Um, and at the time I was going to church at uh, love fellowship tabernacle, uh, at the time it was pastor Hezekiah Walker. He wasn't a bishop yet. Right. Um, and that was our church for 64 Liberty Avenue. And so several of us from the gospel choir at NYU would take the train every Sunday morning, all the way into Brooklyn stay at church all day long right. and then take the train all the way back uh, into Manhattan that night. And that was kind of the foundation of my own personal Christian walk um, when I was in college. Man, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. I know. So I know you must've had 
some interesting experiences, especially coming from not being that, you know, deeply ingrained in um, <laughs> the, the whole, holiness. The whole, in holiness, yes. amen, in the, in the culture of churchiness and yeah. all that stuff. So I'm sure you had some some pretty interesting experiences. Like, what are y'all doing? This is not what right. CME Church would do. Oh, no. We wasn't was, running was, around. <laughs> no, it was all. I remember when I was in the CME Church as a kid, I remember there was one time, I, it was the very first time I had ever seen anyone shout. And I remember my, I think my father said, she got touched by the Holy Ghost. Oh. And I thought, oh, God, I don't want him to touch me. Like, that would be, <laughs> because it looked so violent. And I was right. like, well, I hope he'll keep his hands to himself. Like, tell him, don't don't touch me. And so I just remember thinking, like, to be touched by the Holy Ghost is a very, very uncomfortable thing. You you ought not want to oh, be touched wow. by the Holy Ghost ever. That's funny. Um, and I was, I mean, I was, uh, like, maybe seven years old. Right, and I, right. That's all I could think. Um, so by the time I got to to college and I'm at LFT, um, you know, and this is this apostolic holiness. I mean, these, you know, we, they, you had a doily on your head. And if you forgot your doily at home, you were like <laughs> pinning a paper towel to your head. Oh, and it was the Lord. first time I had ever seen that. And, um, skirts only. And, you know, uh, at the time, uh, Bishop Walker was married to Monique Walker and, mm-hmm. um, and first lady would walk in and, uh, you know, she had uh, these attendants, the nurses. And I mean, it was this whole world, I didn't know what was happening. And I, but I was so into it. I thought like, what what a dynamic group of people that we've come together every Sunday and we've like d- agreed to live in this kind of society right. like together yeah. where there's like there's a form of governance there's a hierarchy there's a pastor yeah. there's assistant pastors and I'm learning all this there but uh, <laughs> at a certain point I was starving because I was a college kid right so mm. the only the only money I really had was to eat my meal plan stuff at school. I didn't, you know, so if I'm not on campus, I'm probably not going to eat unless it's like chips and something from a corner store. So, okay. you know, we're leaving, leaving school, maybe around nine o'clock in the morning, eight o'clock in the morning, taking all these trains, like three different trains. And if, if anyone lives in New York, you know, like we get, have to get on the G train or we get on like, I mean, just crazy trains that didn't run regularly. <laughs> wow. So it's early just and you know dressed to the nines in your suit and everything you got your cologne and your perfume and all the people we you know and we get there and i wouldn't know until we got there that there was going to be like a long day of service i just thought we we're going to come <laughs> to church and then go home so around about one o'clock i'm like well this has got to stop we have to stop dancing at a certain point and, <laughs> at, some and in, point. <laughs> at some point we've got to get to the word and so oh. we're in we're in brooklyn now anybody knows that Brooklyn shouting is at least twice as fast as shouting everywhere else in the country. Twice as fast as the West Coast easily. Yeah. Yes, you do you do not I mean whatever speed you think it is to shout, quadruple <laughs> that in Brooklyn. And those New York I mean they could shout and it was hardwood floors and they loved it. And it was tambourines and sweat <laughs> and perfume. And at a certain point you see people just passing peppermints and just like chewing on them like they were chicken. <laughs> <laughs> because because you were so hungry, yeah. And then, no, I understand. <laughs> round round about two o'clock, maybe three o'clock, when the service was wrapping up, um, Bishop Walker would say, "All right, so meet us back here at six o'clock, and we're gonna do it again." And I'd be like, "Oh no," because yeah. I wouldn't have time to go from church at three o'clock out of Brooklyn all the way back to Manhattan, eat, yeah. Change clothes because I sweat through everything nah, and make it back not. by six. No. So now I know in this moment, your only choice is to go down to the corner store and get 
a meal, make a meal out of nothing. That is correct. So I would, I would go, I would go down. I, I would get an Arizona iced tea. Oh yeah. I would get a bag of Funyuns and a bag of Cool Ranch Doritos. I don't know why. I think I just wanted something savory so badly that I got like the mo- <laughs> most breath smellingest chips I could find. That's funny. And then I would get uh, Little Debbie Swiss rolls, okay. which is my like my dessert, and that would be lunch. And it was all under five dollars, maybe yeah. under three dollars. And then I would just sit at the church. And wait until six o'clock. And by by midnight, normally I would be home on a Sunday. Oh yeah, that's funny. And I, we used to have a. It was very similar. Like I grew up Kojic in L.A. Um, wow. And so we had, um, it was like we'd have about five bucks to our name at that point because we helped mm-hmm. the deacons clean up the church after church, you know. And it was the same kind of thing. All right, we'll be back for the three thirty service or be back for the night service. Um, course my mom had left already so she wasn't you know, she wasn't trying to <laughs> stick around for anything after she had talked everybody out of the parking lot yeah uh, so me and my friends we'd hit like so we would hit um the burger place was quick and split get like Oof. the cheapest little burger we could get it took for it, i don't know why that place was called quick and split because it, it wasn't quick took, man <laughs> look it it literally i'm not even exaggerating when it took like an hour for like a, just a cheeseburger and fries. We were standing there on the corner like, are you we we could leave and go do other things. It was a corner store. We'd hit that, go get our Arizona iced tea, get mm-hmm. our um Andy Caps hot fries, you know. <laughs> so we'd come back and the, the food still wasn't ready. I don't know why they had a drive in like the drive through either, because cars would be just parked in the drive through. That's terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> it was ridiculous. But yeah, same thing. And then we get our little food and our snacks, we come back and just sit at the church and like the little, you know. Um, in the kitchen area or whatever, and eat our food and just joke around about random stuff until next service started. So until yeah, service started. And that's yeah. all you could do, man. I was so um, this, and this is uh, my wife always makes me tell this story, or she'll tell it just because she was. I don't know. A lot of people find it funny, but okay. um, so I'm completely like I said. I'm you know CME. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know anything about like um, holiness or any Pentecostalism like that was just not on my radar. Right. And, and, and the few things that I had read in the Bible about speaking in tongues and just a lot of stuff um, in the book of Acts, I kind of just thought like, well, that's weird, you know, and that's the spooky stuff. I, that's not necessary to my faith. I'll just set that aside. Right. So I'm at church and I just really wanted to, sp- I, I wanted so badly to speak in tongues and uh because everyone was doing it and i just thought like man if i don't do this then like i may as well go to another church <laughs> and um and so i was talking to one of the pastors and they said uh he said well have you been baptized uh you need to be baptized in jesus name and i said well i was i was christened um at the cme church um and, <laughs> that, you know that does not count they don't care when i tell that. you they look like i was a leper and he said no 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 you got you got to be baptized in jesus name jesus only or it didn't count like oh, you have to be jesus baptized. only so yeah. it was just yeah so i said okay well gosh i need to um i need to do that now the church did not have a baptismal pool at the time and so what they did was they had an arrangement with another church in brooklyn where you could go and kind of schedule and and, and go with one of the pastors and they would baptize you with this like you know, church that they were cool with. Yeah. And so I decided, okay, this is the big night. I'm going to go get baptized. So I called the pastor. I said, Hey, I want to go and get baptized. This is a Friday night. It had to be a Friday night. Cause that was the only time that like it was available or whatever. So I'm going, I took the subway deep into Brooklyn. I'm talking like so deep that like, I knew that if I were out too late, I wouldn't be able to get back, 
you know, for hours because the trains would be so far off schedule that I was going to be stuck deep in the, in the, in the cut in Brooklyn. And it wasn't, it, it was not in a safe spot. So I'm like, okay, let me just go and, and get baptized. Like this matters to me, God, I want, I want you to know that like, I thought the christening was enough, but if you are saying that I got to go down in Jesus name only, then I'll do it again and let's just do it. <laughs> so I get there and it's two old black mothers. I mean, in white, and on a Friday night, and they just was wearing white because that's probably all they had. Yeah. And um, and so I I I get baptized and I come up in Jesus' name, and I uh, <laughs> one of the mothers comes over to me, and I and I'm just like all happy and I'm wet and everything. And oh no! She comes over and she says, <laughs> and she has a clip. She has a clipboard and she's filling out a certificate of baptism and she says, okay. Well, you know, God bless you, you know, and this is, this is the start of a new day and the start of a new life. And, you know, you're just gonna, and I said, yeah, yeah, I feel that, you know, I'm so excited. And she said, you know, you're, you're brand new. And I said, yes, ma'am, I'm I'm brand new. And so she said, now, um, and what's your name? And she's filling out my name and she said, filling out the date to give me my little certificate on this clipboard. And she said, okay, now do you want to tarry for the Holy Ghost? Oh. And I said, Ooh, <laughs> what time is it? And I didn't, I didn't, but here's the thing. I didn't even know what she was talking about. So I said, oh. I said, what? And she said, do you want to tarry for the Holy Ghost? And I said, Ooh, how long is that going to take? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and she looked at me like I had like completely had two heads. And she said, oh my goodness. well, it could take all night. And I said, Ooh, no, I'll just come back for him later. <laughs> right. We'll, we'll tarry next I, time. I'll tarry next time. And she looked at me like I was like, well, he's going to hell. He's going to he's gonna oh walk out the door. Yeah. Gave yeah. my certificate, and I never stayed in Terry. It's a wonder. It's a wonder that I even know Jesus right now because I no. didn't tarry for the Holy Ghost. Dude, it's funny because there's church, there are churches that's like if you don't come up from the water speaking in tongues, then you yeah, didn't get it. Yeah, it didn't take. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, no you didn't get it. <laughs> you didn't get nothing. You didn't get it. Put him back under. <laughs> yeah. Go back down. I don't know if you heard the episode where I talked to um, a friend of mine. He's a comedian, and we both grew up in the L.A. area. And he, um, we had the like a very similar experience because at that time, there was like this teaching going around about how to teach people how to speak in tongues Mm-mm. at um, a popular church. He was a member of that church, but a member from my church went to the training and then came and brought it back to our church. And it was like this whole take them in the back room and tap on their chin and ta-ta-ta, ta-ta-ta. <laughs> Dude, it, and we both had like I was we were dying because it was like we had the exact same thing happen, and then I was like I'm not doing this. This doesn't make any sense. And so my friends were just kind of making up stuff, and then it was oh they got it, they got it. I'm like no they don't, no they don't. <laughs> no, they, and then they brought I know us that back old out, fake tongue. They, right? And they brought us back out like all right, well he got it and she got it, but he and pointing at me to my he didn't get it yet, and he didn't get it yet. I'm like. <laughs> Okay, uh, I'm good. Yeah, all right, cool. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't just gonna fake it till I make it. Uh, you know, that's oh, that's funny. Oh, church. That, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. That's church. That's <laughs> church. All right. So before we get to the next segment, I want to tell you about Churchy Gear. So we've created some really cool Christian T-shirts, sweatshirts, and hats that Churchy folks like you are sure to love. There's the definition of Churchy shirt with a hilarious and sanctified definition of what it really means to be considered churchy. There's a call and response style shirt that says God is good all the time and all the time God is good. And it's actually displayed like a text message um, style text message bubble. So it's pretty cool. We've also got uh, the shirt that declares that you will not be going to hell by simply asking the question, hell? 
and your response being a resounding, nah, nah, I'm not going to hell. So we also just dropped a new collection uh, with just the word churchy in a white or black box logo style. And these shirts come in multiple colors and have a variety of hats to match as well. So the hats are in different colors, the shirts are in different colors. You can match them up, pretty dope. And it's very clean and simple. And of course, check out our Gospel Legends line, and those are the unique uh, graphic t-shirts that we're doing to feature some of your favorite gospel artists. And the first ones we have up is, of course, Commissions. Fred, Marvin, uh, Carl, you know, Mitch, all the dudes from Commissions on the shirt. It's dope. You got to check it out. Um, so check that one out as well. And so when you go to churchygear.com, when you check out, use the code churchyfam2025 and you get 25% off of your total order. That's churchyfam, that's C-H-U-R-C-H-Y-F-A-M-2025 on churchygear.com. You get 25% off your entire order. All right, y'all. All right, we're going to get into the next segment called the Holy Hot Seat. The Holy Hot Seat is where we hit you with random rapid-fire type of questions around holiness. Amen. Oh, gosh. Yes, and sanctification. Oh, gosh. That's right. We're going to test out and see how much you really love the Lord. I love him so life. much. All right. Lord, I love you. Well, we're going to see. We're going to see. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, besides the Bible, name one of your favorite books. Oh, Mere Christianity. By C.S. Lewis. Okay, yeah. Or The Great Divorce. Anything by C.S. Lewis. I just love because he's a great writer. And oh, wow. he really, um, he puts everything into such um, such simple and accessible terms, but that is so profound. That's cool. And his stuff was written a pretty long time ago. So it's, it's good to yeah. hear that stuff still holds up really well. Yeah, yeah um, absolutely. Yeah, that's awesome. All right. Uh, when you go to church now, do you dress up? Still, or is it come as you are? Is it like a mix of both? Oh, no, I don't dress up. If I have to dress up to go to church, it's probably I'm not going to make it. (laughs) I've done it. (laughs) I've done it. I don't like to do it. I don't. I don't. No, if I go to church, it's normally jeans, some Jordans, a shirt. Yeah, I love that. I just love it. Yeah, I can't do it. Even even when I would like sing on the praise and worship team and stuff, I'm just like, yeah, I'm coming in jeans, guys. I'm I'm telling you right now. I'm yeah, not, I can't do it. They want you to wear all the special outfits. I'm like, nah. Mm-mm. I might colors. have to match the color. I might. Yeah. But I might. No. I might just be wearing black and jeans. Yeah. Well, because where do you find a purple like a fuchsia blazer right? for, for 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 Women's Week? I don't. I can't See? help you. Exactly. I've just. God bless you all. Now, some of the some of the people might be able to find this up. I personally can't. I can't. <laughs> I you can't know, there's a spot it. when I was in New York, there's a place called Pan's Eye Fashions, and I bet you somebody listening is going to know Pan's Eye over <laughs> on 8th Avenue. Bobby Jones went there, Vicky Winans oh, went wow. there, and it, it and so everything that you would think is in a is in a churchy dress dress shop. Good lord. Where Bobby Jones or Vicky Winans would shop, that's what <laughs> that's where you and I I remember when I the first time I went to the Stellars, I thought I need to go to Pan's Eye because this is this is clearly where I'm going to be able to get an outfit, and I didn't have the money. I went in, I couldn't afford the stuff, and so that's funny. But that's churchy. If you want, if you want churchy pants, I. But I'm not going to be going to church. If you want a bejeweled jacket, if you, I mean, bedazzled, bedazzled and, de- and bejeweled, yes. <laughs> bedazzled and bejeweled. I don't even know if pants is still there anymore, but that was the spot. They might yet be holding on. You know who knows? Yeah, yeah. That is funny. Oh, um, let me see. So you, you said you're in Nashville now, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite after church spot to eat out there? <laughs> My house. Okay. Um 
No, let me think. Uh, there's a spot in Franklin where I live called 55 South, and they have a really good brunch menu on Sundays, uh, and I always get the chicken and waffles Okay. Um, there. And other than that, I love to be home. Like, after church, I normally, if anyone follows me on social media, you see I'll take my son to get scones on Sunday. Oh, so, nice. yeah, scones Sunday. We go to Starbucks and get three petite scones, the vanilla bean scones, um, and he eats two, and I'll eat one. <laughs> and that's and it's hashtag scone Sunday, and I that's always funny. record him eating it, just like I start the camera, and he just does something fun anyway. Uh, so I capture it, and then we go grocery shopping for the week, and then go home, and I serve him whatever for lunch, and then he takes a nap, and that's just what lunch is, and that's my favorite thing. I, I'd rather I'd rather not go out. Nice, I like it. Yeah, that makes sense. My kids expect to go to Golden <laughs> Corral. Oh yeah! After every that. service, they're like, "All right, time for Golden Crown." I'm like, "Guys, we we barely just walked out of church, and they're ready to go." <laughs> yeah. I love that. They're crazy. That's memories. Yeah, memories. No, they're they're hilarious. We're trying to get them on other things. They don't. They're... So my son, let me see. So all he eats now is chicken, and that mm-hmm. is like chicken legs and thighs on the bone. Mm. Um, hot dogs, mm-hmm. pizza. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. That's he does. Oh, and he's he eats a lot of fruit. He'll eat he'll eat like oranges, well, and bananas, apples. Yeah, he loves fruit stuff like that. My daughter, all she'll eat is sausage biscuits. <laughs> Specifically. Specifically, not chicken biscuits. No, no sausage. Biscuits. Oh no, she wants a sausage biscuit. <laughs> she might eat cheese toast if she's you know. Mm-hmm. See, it's funny because she'll eat sandwiches and bread and stuff. My son won't eat. Sandwiches. He'll eat hot dogs, but no bun. He doesn't want a hot dog. Yeah, he'll he take it off the bun. Yeah, no. that's that's what my son does. Yeah. If you give both of them corn dogs, my son will peel all the bread and off and eat the hot dog, and my daughter will peel all the bread She'll and eat off the and bread. eat the bread. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you give them. The, then you need to give them one corn dog and say, "Here, yeah, y'all for, absolutely, yeah, yeah." You'll, yeah. And, and the crazy part is like how they'll. They'll like something one day, and then the next day it's like, no, I'm not eating that. Like, you just ate it yesterday, Yo, and it was amazing. Like, no. Literally, my wife just made uh, this white bean chili yesterday that my son maxed four, four days ago. She just <laughs> made it. And she said, you know what, I'm just going to do that chili again. It's really easy, and it was cold here, so it was like, you know, let's, you know, it'd be good for the bones right and i put it on i put it in front of him yesterday and he said oh no <laughs> right. I said, what do you mean i was like oh no he's like no no i can't no i don't want that i said yeah you do he said no i, I don't like it uh-huh. maybe i don't yeah. like it I said, all of a sudden actually you do you had two bowls four days ago so you <laughs> like right. it. he's like no no i don't like it anymore oh it's on my nerves dude <laughs> <laughs> like oh it's a struggle so yeah. Places like Golden Corral. <laughs> yep. I need. I really did a sponsorship from Golden Corral as much as I talk about this. I was going to say, so you just do the buffet thing. And, Look, and yeah. yeah. They get all the little stuff they want. It's pizza, chicken, whatever, whatever. My daughter will eat like biscuits and rolls. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, all right, cool. <laughs> and she'll eat pizza. So that's like the only thing they both eat together is pizza. They both would do that. But yeah. Uh, wow. Wow. Crazy. Um, let me see. I don't even remember what, where am I at? Okay, here's a good one. In your industry, who do you look up to? Oh, do they need to be artists or executives? It can be Does anybody. It, it could be Bobby Jones, a yeah. man. It could be, uh, or Vicky Winans, either one of those. Fashion wise, <laughs> the fashion wise, those are the people you look um, up to. Do you know? I 
I look up to a lot of different people for different reasons. Right. Um, I look up to Kirk Franklin a great deal. He's a he's a he's a dear friend of mine, but he is somebody who really really lives what he's talking about. That's dope. In every, I've heard in, that from other yeah. people too. That's it's, yeah. it's good to hear that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, he's somebody who really lives it. And also, I, it's funny. I mean, I work with her, but um, and we're peers. But I look up to Tasha Cobbs Leonard because she's the real deal too. Right. Um, a lot of times, I I love the way Tasha thinks to do things in business. Everything is is led by when God tells me, then we're going to do it. Right. And she won't be pressured. She won't be businessed. She hmm. won't be like nothing. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. I mean, it could be the most logical business decision. Like everybody knows that you were supposed to do this in order to capitalize on things and increase revenues. Right. And she will literally just pause. She'll just, she'll just pause. She'll wow. wait until God says go. And the minute God says go, it's guns blazing. And it is, I mean, it is the most remarkable thing to watch. Um, and it's really had, it's, it's really had an effect on me in the sense of increasing my faith and increasing my patience in business, That's because cool. those are not things that normally you, 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 you kind of like trust God, but you don't really trust him to kind of, you know, make you be faithful in business, like right, or patient yeah. in business, you know? Um, but it, she's really encouraged me to let God like, ev- like, completely be pervasively all up in our strategy right, for, right. for 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 business and that's uh that it, she inspires me that. that's awesome that's really yeah. that's really awesome um i think I, i'm gonna ask you another one because i'm having a good time on on the, with this conversation so what's your huh? current obsession and that could be um, oh. a new hobby a person song <laughs> gadget anything current obsession okay this is real i have two okay. um one is sneakers. I cannot stop buying sneakers. It's <laughs> okay. a it's a bad situation. Um, I I'm I, multiple times during a day. I am on the Nike app, the sneakers app, That's the funny. Goat app, and the StockX app. Just looking. Um, I don't <laughs> typically buy, but I'm always looking. I'm always adding to cart to save for later. I'm taking you. screenshots and send them to my wife, send them to my best friends. Like, yo, what do you think? Of I just I'm all in that. So that's like one thing. But then the second thing, and this is hilarious, but I don't care, is skincare. Okay. I am so into skincare right now that I look forward every day to the time <laughs> at the end of the night when I get to wash my face with my special face wash you got a whole and then luxuriate in my midnight recovery oil that's like got <laughs> essential oils infused and you like put it on your hands with an eyedropper. My wife put oh, me wow. on all of this. You know what? Um, no. And, I, I understand because my wife will tell you every time she gets some new something because I get like dry skin and stuff. So every yep. time she gets some new oil, I look, I took her vitamin E oil. <laughs> she, yeah, I, I took it with me. I was like, you're going to have to get another one because I just started using it and now you got to get another one. So it, no, it is a it is a spa for my face every day. I can do it. And then and that's the cool thing is I can actually see the response. Like my face is like feeling all fresh and right. And, and and responding and saying thank you and so I'm a little I'm a little bit into skincare. It's 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 weird, but I love it. It's hey, fun. That's what's up. I might have to get some tips from you. Put up a yeah, blog man. or something. You know, with, with <laughs> skincare. Let the how tos. Hey, yeah. you know what? That would be a hilarious niche that would blow up immediately. Do a um, a skincare for men. Do you know there are not many and there are not many black men doing skincare I'm like sure this there you can get the black women you can get like women yeah. of color because there's just so many things that are, are nuanced to to um skin with melanin and pigment in it and, but yeah I, there's not much you can find on on guys 
And so maybe you, that's my yeah, thing. If you do find a guy, he's probably all right. Well, he's got that. he's got other stuff. He's adding. Yeah, he's right. adding, yeah. There's like There's makeup tips stuff. in there that we didn't. Yeah, really know. like ah, yeah. we didn't need the makeup tips. That's right. I wasn't looking for that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh man, look, this has been dope. I really appreciate you doing the show with me, man. Thank this you, has been man. Awesome. No, thank you. It's been a joy, and I really appreciate the time. Yeah, man, I'm glad to connect with you. So uh, let everybody know um, like where they can follow you on social media, um, yeah. any things you got, anything you have going on um, that you want to let everybody know about that's coming up. Um, yeah, feel free. Yeah, so, I mean, anyone can follow me on social media. Uh, I'm at EJ Gaines, that's E-J-G-A-I-N-E-S, at Instagram and at Twitter. Do not friend request me at Facebook because that's, private that's personal that's like my my one sacred place um so if if you friend request me it'll just sit there it really will for like eight years but <laughs> instagram and twitter please come and see about me um i don't know what i have going on i feel like i have eight thousand things going on at once and then nothing at all so you know stay stay uh stay with me on instagram um specifically right. uh, and and uh and who knows again this has been dope dude i appreciate you man Thank you so much, Daniel. Thank you, dude. And we'll see y'all next week. Thanks. Thank you, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you, everybody, for checking out this episode. EJ, this was a really dope conversation, man, and I appreciate you so much. Um, Hopefully, you got my mixtape on Facebook. Let me know when you get it, man. I'm waiting to hear back. (laughs) Appreciate it. Um, Everybody, remember to follow us on social media. That's at Churchy Life on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Also, go to churchylife.com, click on the news tab, and check out what we're working on. We are building a platform for digital Christian entertainment with original concerts, old school concerts, comedy, original shows, skits, all kinds of cool stuff. It's going to be an app on the Roku, on smart TVs, on your phone. So just check it out. Let us know what you think. Uh, Subscribe to our email list, and we will keep you updated. We appreciate your support so much. Thanks, and God bless.